We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get started on today's show, big ups to the members of the Patreon. We got Christopher Velasquez, Derek Plates, Devin Rendon, Jordan Riley, Mike Wozniak, Stephen Briggs, and my guy, Buffalo's Finest, who let me have it in the Discord, you POS, Ryan Pisner, my man. Congrats on the big win for Buffalo. Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum to join. We got some new patrons, Richie, one name. Like a Brazilian soccer player, and Jacob Lingreen. 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 Finally got it. He corrected me in the Discord. You get access to the Discord for $5 a month. You get episodes early, betting pod exclusives, giveaways for the month of October. If you're in the $10 tier or higher, we're giving away a helmet, NFL helmet of your choosing, of your favorite team. All you got to do is sign up to the Patreon today or in the month of October be in the $10 tier or higher and your name will be thrown in a bucket and we're going to do it on the first Monday episode of November and then we will get in contact with you to send you the helmet again it's in the $10 tier or higher we appreciate all the support thank you all for helping the show grow coming off a monster September fun episode planned Impy and I are going to talk about week five got some fun segments I don't know why that sounded so difficult, but I'm not going to edit because that's too much work. We will catch you guys on a three episode week. Yes, not one, not two, but three episodes. And if you are a member of the Patreon, you'll get some of the NBA preview stuff dropping by the weekend. That will be slated for next week. So this week and next week, due to the NBA season tipping off, we'll be getting back to back three episode weeks. You're welcome. And most importantly, congrats. Follow the show at Veterans Minimum is where you can find everything for the show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this one. I'm working hard for respect in my city. I'm working hard for respect. Yeah. You think you got it, I got it for real. Ah, yes. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. My guy's in the building. Yo. With that vintage VM hat you had on. You know the logo's on backwards, you know? It's all dusty. It's all dusty. But it's vintage. Crusty. Vintage to your point. You're right. What's going on? 
Good, man. How was your weekend? It was good. Um, it was fun to watch my Jets at 9.30 in the morning on Sunday. You know, a little, little coffee. Yeah. You know, a little, little pancakes and, ba- and turkey bacon and the Jets. Tough, uh, tough one. You a fan of London games? No. Nah, right? Nah. Yo, I completely forgot about it until about 11 o'clock because I played the worst worst time for a Sunday football game, 1230. Nah. So I missed the whole like first quarter of games. I had it on my phone, but it was raining also. So I had it like propped up underneath one of the chairs. It was terrible. It was really stupid now that I look at it. Yeah. But uh, I didn't get home till about 2 o'clock. We mercy the team because, you know, the, the boy just slings. You're back back throwing the ball? Yeah, we're 5-0. and Nice. What division is it like? It's the D division. Okay. But You'll honestly. work your way up. Yeah, but honestly, it's a it's a new team that I play with. I mean, I've won an A championship too, so it doesn't really make that Got much it. of a difference. Everyone pretty much plays in the same. Like, it's it's all the same teams you play with the exception of two teams. So, like. The rule is you can't have the same quarterback. Well, that's why I asked. I was like, if you've won already in one of the divisions, don't you? Aren't you not allowed to play? Right. Yeah, but like, if I I couldn't quarterback a if if I had a team in the A division, I couldn't quarterback a, a D division team. Get what I'm you saying? Can only quarterback. But you can have yeah, but like, so the team I play with now is Ferg's brother's team, and and uh, Josh is on there too. Shasta Josh, he's been congrats to Josh. Like I got down on a knee. Congrats. That was Let's go. He almost pro- proposed to Davino in that one clip too, because he, she, his lady turned around and Davino was like the first person she saw, and it was like Josh <laughs> is in the Matt, way. Matt awkward. <laughs> Matt awkward. Yeah, don't I be s- awkward. That's a vacation rule. I asked him where the bachelor party was. Let's go. Do you know? Nah. Yeah, me neither. We'll figure it out. I mean, he just got engaged, bro. We can't just. You know I'm That's mad selfish that you want. Got playing vacations party. now. Man. I feel you. Amen to that. But yo, going back to to the point about like the Sunday football league. It's like if I was to play with the same guys and we were in a different division, then I couldn't quarterback that division. Got it. You know what I mean? So, but it's cool, man. We're just like, we're lighting teams up too. So, like, we're dominating them. Nice. But we mercyed them. So, we got to leave a little earlier too. Run Basically, home. just patting myself on the back. Good shit, man. It was a rough weekend for me otherwise. I mean, the Giants didn't look too good. Giants didn't look good. The picks. I had two pushes in the contest, bro. Ugh. I mean, we had a friendly. I, I don't know if it was a friendly wager, but I told you I said Dallas. Granted, the Giants dealt with some injuries, and I'm sure we'll talk about it. But it's tough sledding there. Yeah. I sent you the other quarterback, right? I sent you uh, the other kid in the draft. Yeah, you keep sending me quarterbacks, <laughs> bro. It's not like, look, <laughs> I hate you so much for that. I'm gonna send you another one. Yeah, I know. Every week, every week you got someone. Nah, but yo, honestly, man, uh, and. Look, the Cowboys were was a team that I really wanted to spotlight because we definitely got to give them their flowers. Yep. They're on a four-game winning streak. Could have won game one right, against Tampa Bay. Played really, really well. Down Some to the wire. Field was it goal. 40 seconds left in that yeah, game? Maybe field goal like, issues, yeah. right? And then Zerline the next week hits like a 58-yarder against the Chargers. But the Cowboys-Giants game was fascinating to me because the moment Daniel Jones got hurt, that's when it really like mm-hmm. the floodgates opened because it was 10-10, he gets hurt. Look, he's grown a lot on me. He's grown a lot with the fan base, too. For sure. And I think if you're a rational football fan watching that, he's not – I've mentioned this often. Like, the pie chart, his piece is getting thinner and thinner. Yep. I don't think he's the issue. But, again, Barkley's now going to be out two to four weeks. Dude can't stay healthy. You're never trading for him or drafting him in fantasy, right? Nope. nope. No shot. Maybe, he, like, third round. <laughs> Galladay hurt. 
Shepard we haven't had. Slayton. Tony goes ballistic. Breaks the Odell rookie receiving record. 189 yards. Then gets thrown out too. Yep. So dumb. So when are we going to learn not to throw punches at helmets? You know, hurt yourself. Dude, I remember playing high school football. My coach Brosnan was like, if a fight ever breaks out, if a brawl ever breaks out, just keep your helmet on. You'll be fine. You'll yeah. be fine. Dude's going to break his hand trying to hit you. Yeah. Like, just don't take your helmet off. Unless he hits you with the throat poke like Joe Burrow. Or, or like through the, through the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I hear you, and a lot of people are saying the same thing in the, in the Giants world that, you know, it's definitely Daniel Jones is not the issue. Yeah. I guess the question is, you know, how many years until he gets a contract? What was he? He got two more years? Yeah, two more years. I'd say I'd say next offseason, not this one coming up, the next one, he'd probably be like in the Baker Mayfield territory where like Baker, Josh Allen got extended before, but Lamar didn't, Baker didn't, Sam Darnold hasn't. Yeah. Like that class hasn't. Whereas Daniel Jones will probably be in that mm-hmm. that range of maybe play out next year too, and then we have the discussion. But this isn't a Giants conversation. Yeah. We gotta talk about the Cowboys. Do you know what the single game, single season interception record is? Most picks in a season. Do you know who has it? I'll give you a hint. Black and white television when it was happening. Oh, but it's I, like a historic name. It's like a legendary name. It's not Ronnie Lott. Nah, it's, he's a hit hard hitter though. Yeah, it's uh, Night Train Lane. I, I've heard of him. Yeah, he got 14 interceptions in a 12 game season. Stu Diggs now has six in five games. Yeah. 17 games now they're going to play him. Seems like dude is getting one every week. What do you think? Are they going to stop throwing at him eventually? Because that's what happens, right? Well, you know, he's also, I was talking to to Will Blackman about this, and he tweeted out a a super cool thread. And it's dope when you get to talk to like athletes and like they have their expertise on one particular position. Will played DB in the league for 12 years. He's like, yo, he baits dudes into throwing it. Right, and they're comparing him a lot to prime, uh, primetime Deion Sanders, Ooh. where he makes you think he's open, yeah, and then he makes the play. The one on on uh, Mike Glennon, mm-hmm. the moment Glennon <laughs> winds up to throw, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be trouble." Man. But Diggs closes in on that man, and he's just been playing at such a high level. I think it's ridiculous he's not the favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year. I took a little, you know, threw a little. A little bit, a little bit. A little sprinkle. A little sprinkle. He's 9-1 to one odds. I think that's a mistake. I think he should be the favorite. He's getting all of the national getting attention Getting all now. the national attention. So yeah. that was more of a uh, one of your favorite words, a value play there. I feel like he should be closer to Miles Garrett, who's the favorite right now, as opposed to him being 9-1. to one. Without so. a doubt. And the Browns' defense got dismantled this weekend. Yeah. So that, that that's always a, a black and blue or a black eye. We'll talk about that. But Dallas, by the way, with Dak as their starting quarterback against the NFC East, against the Giants, 8-2, and two, against the Eagles, 6-3, and three, against Washington, 7-1. and one. He absolutely dominates the NFC East. Yeah, and the two losses was his rookie year. Remember, he comes in in 2016 with Zeke. Romo. Romo gets hurt. And the Giants beat them twice that year. But they ended up being the top seed, won the division. But outside of that, dude, he's – I mean, the Cowboys have won, beaten the Giants now, I believe, nine straight times. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, that's – that's Dak has beaten them like eight straight times. The Giants beat them last year when Andy Dalton was starting. Yes, which you throw that out. But you throw that out, yeah, because you didn't have your guy there. But, damn, that's dominance, bro. And I mean, look, Dan Quinn's getting a lot of love now. Yo. 
Come on, man. Tell him. Yeah, I was giving him love in August. You were. You were. It's night and day. Well, that's man. it. Your brand is loving coordinators. Coordinators. Because in bro. my and I, I feel like I don't remember who I was arguing about this about. I think it was with Maddie B, my roommate. I said coaching in the NFL, in my opinion, in my opinion, is the most important. Mm-hmm. And he actually disagreed. I think he tried to say baseball, and I couldn't. Disagree, I couldn't disagree with him more. Um, but I was like, yo, they're literally at least the coordinators. You're call. You're literally telling your team what to do every single play. Yeah. It's like that's extremely important. Mm-hmm. And 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 so I, again, I couldn't disagree with him more. But I think when you bring in a seasoned coordinator, head coach, been to a Super Bowl, you know, all of the reports out of Dallas are that you know when when Dan Quinn got there, he built his defense around his players. He didn't just bring a system in and said, guys, you you got to you got to acclimate to what I do. No, he got there and he clean board. Who do I have in the building? And let's build this thing around those guys. And those are the best coaches. Mm. You know, you don't, you don't, you know, make a team fit your system. You make the system fits your team. Those are the best coaches too. So, yeah, I mean, I'm glad. You know, I'm glad I'm getting love. But you know, again, Kellen Moore. I was talking about him last week. You know, they put 33 points up on the Giants. I think. You, know, you guys got dismantled by injuries, so it's tough. But you know, Kadarius Tony looked good. Yeah, Tony did look good. You but, know. Yeah, he so I want to I want to address the Tony thing real quick, but I do want to show more love to the Cowboys. So the thing with Tony was the reason why I was so angry with that pick was not because of him. That's a luxury pick for the Giants to take a wide receiver there. First of all, you really wanted Devontae Smith, right? Mm-hmm. And you wanted Waddle. Those guys are not there. So you trade back, you get the first round pick from the Bears, which you're like, yo, dope. Now I got two first round picks, three over the next two years. And you still take a wide receiver when you got all these holes, bro. Yeah. You're not the Chiefs who can afford to take a running back when they did. Which, by the way, is kind of now. Now, yeah, right. But at the time, you're like, yo, look, we got Mahomes. We got we're comfortable with our team. Let's add some talent there. When you got all these issues that the Giants had. I didn't feel like taking a wide receiver was the right pick there. Should have taken a lineman, maybe another edge rusher. Now, look, you get lucky with um, the rookie that they took out of uh, Georgia. Thomas. No, no, no. His name is escaping me right now. But uh, he was like a first-round pick, but he had knee issues. Uh, uh, Ajilari, I think his name was. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember I was talking about his odds. He was like 90 to 1, and then he closed out like 15 to 1 to win rookie of the year. Uh, I think he leads all rookies in sacks. Okay. Now, this was prior to the Bills game. I don't know how many Russo had last night, but he was causing havoc. We'll get to him in a little bit. But, like, yo, I don't know how else to compare it, but if wide receiver is a strength of yours, like the Giants was coming into this year, like, why draft another wide receiver there? For sure. I'm with you. So that's the only complaint that I had about him. But he's, look, he's getting the ball, right? The first couple weeks, he he had three targets. Yeah. I remember made the joke, like, yo, I have more catches than he does in the league two games in. And, and, And it's funny because Urban Meyer, who's who's in the media left and right now, was on the record saying, I was going to take a Darius Tony, but the Giants did, so I had to settle for ETN. Um, you know, that pick looks pretty good, I guess. I guess now. Past two weeks, he's been balling, so shout yeah. out to Darius Tony. But no, real quick on Dallas, you would, you would agree the offense was sloppy in the first half. Mm-hmm. 500 yards of offense regardless. Yeah. Like. They lit it up. You know what I mean? That's That was kind of the point I was making last week where, okay, you know, they're going to sit back in coverage. They'll run. You want to blitz? You know they can they can kind of impose their will 
depending on what the defense dictates, or they could just do whatever the hell they want. So huge fan of Dallas. And yeah, I picked them to win the division and I feel good about it. So shouts to, uh, dude, they they should five, five and zero oh against the spread also. So they're crushing it. You know, sports books are and not they're happy a public about team. that. Yeah. So everybody's hammering that. Yo, uh, what do you think their ceiling is? Do you think they're a Super Bowl contender? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Without yeah. question. Where would they you can put them? score at will. Where would you put them in the NFC right now? I mean, let's just let me let me throw it back at you. Where do you have the Bucks? The cream of the crop. They played them neck and neck. Yeah. So I'm still gonna go with the Rams okay. as the favorite. I'd put the Bucks behind them. And not even because of the head to head. Yeah, that plays a little bit of a role, but and it could be my bias because I was so high on the Rams. Arizona, uh, I don't know, man. There's something about Arizona, and we'll get to them in a, in a second. But I would say Dallas is in that. They're a top four team, I think, in the NFC. Yeah. I think anything other than that. Like, I like them better than Green Bay. I, I like them better than the Cardinals. Yeah. I think for me, it's Rams, Bucks, Cowboys. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'd probably swap the Bucks and the Rams, but I think that's fair. I think Dallas is third, just because the Bucks have done it before, right? It's one of those things I've seen you do it. Yeah. Again, we've talked about this nonstop. They bring everyone back. You know, Brady. I, I don't know. Is Brady not the MVP right now? We'll talk about that too. It's tough to argue. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I'm with you. Top three team in the NFC, and I would not be surprised if they come out of the NFC. Without a doubt. You said Tom Brady MVP. <sighs> It's, I mean, I think it's a, th- a three-headed monster at the moment. Uh, who are, who's the three? If you don't fucking say his nah, name. No, I'll say done. it. It's Kyler Murray, Tom Brady, and Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, baby. Let's go. There's no... I mean, look, man. Second-year quarterback. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things, man, where these quarterbacks take the biggest jump from the first year to the second year, and you put all the right pieces around them. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams in a contract here. You've been talking mm-hmm. about it nonstop. Um, Getting these tight ends involved, I too. love Parham. I love yeah. that guy. Shout out Rick Rosen, by the way. During fantasy draft, mock draft season, early in the season, you know, I, my strategy this year was to not reach for a tight end. I literally waited until, like, the very end of the draft. And he was throwing me Parham's name in August. Like, so shouts to him. And they still have Jared Cook there, who's no slouch either. Um, to your point, they bring over the free agent center. Yeah. You I know, mean, they've hit a grand slam with Slater. Austin he, Eckler is a monster. So Slater asked during the game, there was one play where Miles Garrett hit him with a spin move. And Slater went to the coaching staff and said, don't give me any chip blocks. Like, don't have running backs help me out. Apparently, I didn't know this. I saw some running backs, like former players say, and offensive linemen say, yeah, when a running back chips, it doesn't really help the tackle you would think it does the tight end chip is different because he's on the line with him whereas the running back is coming from the backfield okay so he gets beat on that sack first sack that he gives up all year and then just completely shuts down miles garrett nice so you look at that you look at the draft classes that the charges have had the last two years you find herbert which automatically if you find the quarterback to me, that's an A-plus grade. Yes. I talked about it last year with the Dolphins, the Bengals, and the Chargers when they took quarterbacks. 
to me, all the graph rating stuff, you know how I feel about that. I feel like it's kind of lame. It just allows us to create content. I do it too. It's not the most exciting thing that I get behind, right? Because it's an unknown, bro. We don't know. Like we all have bad calls. It's the draft process. You know what I mean? So if you hit on your quarterback, A plus grade for me. Now they get Herbert, right? And then you look, they get Slater, franchise left tackle, Sante Samuel Jr. balling mm-hmm. in the secondary. And now for me, my question to you is, what makes those three guys the MVP for you? Do you weigh preseason expectations, who they've played? Are you a numbers guy? Like what goes into you saying those three are the MVP? Because I don't disagree. I think those three guards, three guys are the leading candidates for MVP. And I'd say Josh Allen is like an arm's reach away yeah. from that last guy. Yeah. And also, like right now, bro, I hate to say this, but I'd probably bet him to win MVP. Josh Allen? Bro, their schedule. The Bills are going to go. They'll probably win. L- they have lose five t- more games in the division. Yeah, they'll probably lose two more games the rest of the year, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think it's obviously individual performance, statistics, so on and so forth. But also, in relation and, and in comparison to how much you do for your team. If you're surrounded by blue chippers, and this is kind of maybe the example for Brady, he's got studs all around him, right? right. Like, you know, I, would you argue Herbert's doing more with less? Oh, he has great weapons around him too, though. And so is Ky- Kyler is the one where like, other than the receivers, you know, I, I, I take all of that into consideration. Right. You know, man, that's a great question. Cause I would say, I think the Chargers and the Bucks, like the Chargers have a better running game. Yeah. With Gronk, I would give the edge to the Bucks having a better roster. I mean, dude, Antonio Brown is Offense, like, skill guys, you mean. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, talking yeah. about just skill guys, yeah. right? I mean, bro, AB is still a savage. He's a number two easy anywhere else. I'm, easy. Yo, I can even argue he's a one, right? I think he's a one still, yeah. man. Dude yeah. is such a baller. But it's just like he had all the shit happening off the field. He was a distraction. All these issues popping up left and right, where people were just tired of his 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 character and his act. But the player was never the issue. Yeah. And he goes to Brady and he leads the team in targets and he's missed a game. Yeah. So I would say that I think the Bucks have more skill. Like Brady's on the most skilled roster. Yes. Offensively, of the guys we're discussing. But man, I don't want to shit on the other rosters because I, I think the Chargers are right up there too. And and yo. D Hop hasn't even had that eight for one sixty two touchdown game yet, and AJ Green's having hundred yard games, and Rondell Moore is making crazy catches. They're using a tight end, Max Williams. Yeah. So I think it's fairly close. And I'll say this: uh, the Bills, the the Bills skill guys this year took a step. Zach Moss is playing unreal. Bro, Dawson Knox. Knox. I mean, he he turned it on at the end of last year. Yeah. But still, he's really showing out. And obviously, Emmanuel Sanders, the guy that we talked about during the preseason, is scoring. I feel like he's scoring. He's 50 yards and two touchdowns or a touchdown every week. To me, Josh Allen is kind of elevating those guys. Mm, that's fair. Dude, all of last year in fantasy, Dawson Knox was like two for eight yards and a touchdown. touchdown. Like, that's what his stat line. But now he's doing it in the now middle of the field, not yeah, just by the goal line. He's not just a goal line guy. And he has he just always finds himself open. Who leads the league in touchdowns right now? If you had to guess, passing. Brady. Mahomes. 
16. 16. Brady's right behind with 15. And then it's a tie between Dak and Herbert. Passing yards. You are looking at, who would you guess? Hmm. Brady. Brady, yeah. Uh, 15 touchdowns to two interceptions for Brady. Herbert is 13 touchdowns to three interceptions. Kyler Murray is 10 touchdowns to four interceptions. However, you also got to factor in the rushing stuff with Kyler Murray as well. Has multiple touchdowns. Look, it's become very similar to the NBA MVP where the NBA MVP, I feel like, was a creation by social media to... Man, we know it's going to be the Warriors and the Cavs, right? How can we make this season more compelling? Yeah. What do we do? Every week, we're going to talk about MVP. It became the storyline, the narrative. MVP we race. This, yeah, yeah. You know, first quarter, second quarter MVP. Not, not game-wise, but I'm talking about breaking down the season. It became interesting. It became appealing to the casual NBA fan who doesn't watch league pass like you and I do and other people do and care about Minnesota, Washington. Yeah. But they care about scoring and superstars. So you talk about James Harden and Russell Westbrook. You talk about can, you know, Jimmy Butler make a run or Embiid. So the NFL MVP award to me has sort of become that as well lately. And what I think is playing to Herbert's advantage is he's playing at four o'clock a lot of the time. So he's by himself. Yes. Wow, that's a good point. I think that you know, we all know one o'clock red zone. I mean, look, there are some people and I try to do this when I'm at like other people's houses is I'll try to watch games like there's three TVs going. I want to watch the actual game. I don't care if I'm watching three at once because red zone as awesome and as addicting and as, as cracky as it is. You miss a lot. You miss a lot. You do. Yes. Yes. So there's the subset of people who are only watching red zone. Which is fine. I don't blame you, but you're not really watching everything. You know what yeah. I mean? And what you know, I I have it here. It was madness at three. What was it? Three one? No, three thirty on Sunday. Oh, bro, it was crazy it with was, the missed field goals. Oh, the shit. field was yeah. like it's like how could you really? You know, yeah. if you're really identifying one of those guys, one of those, it's like it's, impo- it's almost impossible. No, I love that take, bro, because I try my best to have. I have I have three screens up, right? Yeah, I got red zone on the big TV. I have my laptop, I have Sunday ticket, so I have like the four game screen. Yeah. And on my phone, I'll have the Giants. Of course. The Giants aren't on, I'll put whatever other marquee game is because uh Sunday ticket blacks out the games in New York. Yeah. So like I couldn't watch Bengals Packers yesterday. I had to have that shit on my phone. But you're right, dude, it's completely different because yeah, you're showing us that they're inside the five, but how'd they get there? Did they start at the two yard line and he drove them down the 100%. field? Hundred percent. And then there's some times where, like, he threw a bomb to Mike Williams for 70 yards. And it's like, oh, we didn't see that until after the fact that yeah. they scored. You know what I'm saying? 100%. But that's a good point, man, about him playing at, at 4 o'clock. And also, that game was just fireworks. Came down, down 13. Yeah. I mean, I want to talk about the, the Browns in a second. But I just think what I love about Herbert is kid's got ice in his veins. Six game-winning drives and 20 starts already. And in his last three games, 12 TDs, no picks against the Chiefs, Raiders, and Browns. Now, look, I may you know, take a dump on the Browns in a second on their defense. Is their defense really as good as we think? That's a conversation for a little bit later. But, dude, some of this stuff is no joke. First player in NFL history to have more than 10 games with 300 passing yards over the first two seasons of his career. A lot of this stuff is no joke. And not only is he putting up these stats, but he's also like leading his team to victory in like these crucial moments, which to me is like the mark of a great quarterback. So... 
He's putting the team on his back. You know, granted, he has a lot of these great weapons, but still, he's doing it in crunch time, ice in his veins. It's impressive, man. It really is. That thought at the bottom of the table, baby. <laughs> you getting bonered up, bro. Uh, so- I got mad love yesterday. Because, yo, I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. I thought it was going to happen with the Raider game, but it happened yesterday. He was going to have a monster performance. And I think you bring up a good point about it being at 4 o'clock. All the other games were kind of dull, right? Like the Cowboy game was a blowout, right? The other game was um, uh, Raiders, Bears, mm, kind of a dud. and then Kind of, definitely. Definitely a dud, yeah. I was trying to be polite. And then the other game was the Niners and the Cardinals. Which, which was, was very low scoring as well. 17-10, 17-7, whatever it was. And you see 47 to 42 fireworks. Brown's first team in NFL history to lose a game that they put up 40 points with no turnovers, right? He's down just 398 yards, five total touchdowns, game-winning drive. The throw that he made to Keenan Allen, I posted on my Instagram. Oh, On the sideline? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. But, yo, you know, the one thing that I worry about them is they still have kicker issues. Okay. And they're not really the most disciplined team. A lot of a lot of penalties. The kicker thing, I'm not really that worried about. Yeah, you don't think so? I mean, they have a, a, a coach that goes for it on fourth down. Yo, how do you feel about that? I fucking love. I well, love that. Well, shit too. I love that shit, and I love that coach, man. I watch all of the the. Yeah. They do the video in the locker room who he yeah, gives yeah, the yeah. game balls to. I mean, I think I I don't remember when we. we I, t- I I posted that too because he's like, we got a guy that the world is starting to realize about. No, bitch, I knew about it. I'm telling you guys. But the cool thing is, is like he 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 gives him a lot of credit, but then he also says like, you know, it takes a whole team to do this. Yeah, yeah. But at the yeah. same time, you need a guy at the helm. You know, like he just he really knows how to kind of carry a uh, carry a locker room and 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 a lot of that type of team building just scenarios where. I think I mentioned it. The guy came from the middle of nowhere. Yeah, all yeah. these small-time colleges to finally get to the NFL. I mean, he's relatively young too. This guy's just a whiz. And I mentioned what, what McVeigh said. He goes like, I- "I'll be lucky if I had this guy for more than one year as my coordinator." Um, and 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 and. No, yeah, yo, you're right. Like they had a. I don't know if you you, you might have seen the same clip, but he gave a game ball to, to the guy who was what well, his wife had a kid. His wife had a kid, and he's like, "Yo, it's a team effort," you know. And a lot of people like we would have understood. His name was Storm Norton. Right, fire name, right? Yeah, Storm fire, Norton. fire. It's like, dude, you know, his wife is in labor, just had a kid, and if he wanted to miss this game, we wouldn't say nothing about it. It's like, hey, man, that's like a, a life huge, event. Yeah, a huge, it's the number one life event, right? You have a new new child, and he was here with us, and this is what we're building here. We're building a family, we're yeah. building a, a community in here. Do you want to talk about the Browns real quick, though? <sighs> yeah, I put out a tweet. You said uh, Sam Darnold. But yo, I mean, I got more Darnold stuff. No, no, no. We'll get to that in a little bit because I know you, yo, you Jeff fans are crazy. I love it. I love it because the moment he struggles, you guys are just nah. But I that. mean, it's it's the thing is, it's like it's the same thing. Yeah, you yeah, know, yesterday was rough. It's the it's the same mistake. It's not, you know, it's not a different mistake. That That's was the problem. That was the issue I had with Daniel Jones until this year. Yeah. It was the same kind of turnover. It was six Mississippi shaking the ball, holding it with one hand. It's like, dude, what are we doing? Yo, Baker Mayfield. There is not a quarterback in the NFL that if I'm betting against, because I had the Chargers minus one in, in the mega contest, that when the game is on the line and he has the ball, I'm so confident that it's not going to go his way. Happened with the Chiefs. Happened yesterday also. He's fine. I talked about this with Allen. It's fine when you have Baker and they're playing the Texans. They're playing even the Steelers now how they are with Big Ben. 
when you have a lesser quarterback, like a Jalen Hurts even, because Hurts is still young, right? Those kind of quarterbacks, it's dope. Baker's fine. But when you're on the field with another stud like that, you just realize, like, damn, man, our guy is just different. It's fair to point out that in two games against AFC contenders this year, Chiefs and Chargers, he had the ball in his hands with a chance to win. He's 0-2. I don't want to, like, make a huge deal out of it, but a lot of the Browns people that I know say he's been very inconsistent. Is it the injury? Probably. But, you know, I think that, you know, there's something to be said there. Granted, the defense didn't do them any favors yesterday. Um, he's like, this is the third game he's lost in which his team scored 42 points or more. No quarterback in NFL history has had more than one of those losses in his career. He's had two already, and he's not even really a veteran. So his defense is not helping him out. And, you know, I, I have... <laughs> I, I have one of those, like, uh, analogies, comparisons, one of those wild ones. Give it to me. You ready? Yeah. So the, the Browns and the Baker relationship, the Browns to me are, like, the, the damaged person who's great. Like, a great, great guy, great girl who's just been in bad relationships over the past few years, right? Terrible relationships over and over again. And Baker's, like, the first, like, nice guy or girl that they've been with in a really long time. But, like, are they settling for someone because of how bad their history has been? Or, like, it's just one of those things where it's, like, it's been so bad for the Browns that it's, like, wow. This is, this is, this this is, this nice. is, this is nice. But It's in still the, bad news. Is the grand, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, is it actually nice? I love this. I love that. That was good. The Browns are damaged goods, man. They've been... You know, we've seen the jersey, the brand yeah, new yeah, meetings, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Deshaun Kai. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, he look... For all his flaws, man, he brings you stability there, right? Yes. He hasn't missed no games, plays all the time. Yeah, it's, he's not Mahomes. He's not Herbert. But there's, what, the four guys like that in the world Yeah, that are on that level? Josh Allen, Herbert, Rodgers, Mahomes. I mean, I, I said it last week. I was like, I, I think he's in that tier. Yeah, like yeah, Herbert already. However, it's not bad if, you, if you're like Kirk Cousins. Like, Kirk Cousins is, is fine, too. Yeah. Right? Like, it's... It's dope when the other quarterback is Jared Goff and you have Kirk Cousins or it's Jimmy G or Ryan Tannehill. But when you want to get to that next step, you're just always going to be at a deficit when you have guys like that. And just another thing real quick, Baker threw for over 300 yards. Odell had 20. Man, there's... It's just, it's just, it's it's mind-blowing, head-scratching, you know? Hey, listen, Odell, you asked for this. Yeah. You weren't happy with Eli Manning. You weren't happy with the Giants. Yeah. Your star isn't as bright as it once was. Like, your star now is the legacy that was left behind from you leaving the Giants. Yeah. Everything is New York. Everything was because of New York. Yeah. He hasn't really been that same guy. I just... Yo, we were having serious combos about like, yo, it's like Julio, D-Hop, him. No, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then Devontae Adams and Michael Thomas took that next step. But like early on, it's like, yo, this guy's a top top receiver. I still think he's – I still think like if you ask the players, I still think they'll say like he's a top five receiver. And he's I, one of those guys that's respected by – Yeah, you and, know? And, and a lot of like the fantasy stuff and PFF, it's like he has the most air yards or he has the most like non-catchable passes in which his quarterback just doesn't hit him. Like there was one the play against Minnesota, bro. Like that play was was a shoe in seventy yard touchdown. He threw it behind them. I wanted to actually bring that up. I think I know what happened. You may think I'm wrong, but you played quarterback, so maybe you'll think I'm right. And I'm on fire lately, dog. So what's up? 
that play was to end the game, right? Mm. Like if they converted that first down, the game was over. Right. What I think Baker was trying to do was to throw the ball in a safe location so that he would catch the ball, go down, and the game was over. Odell wanted to score a touchdown. Both results end the game. But I think Baker is like, why risk throwing a deep ball in the air where something could go wrong instead of because he threw like he threw like a like a back shoulder a back shouldered laser right where I think he was doing that again so that for Odell, Odell could catch Baker was just trying to win the game where Odell was trying to score a touchdown yeah I hear you slight disagree because of how open Odell got that's fair right like that's fair sometimes it just happens where yo you're trying to ice the game but they just blow a coverage and you guys the game Take that way too. Of it, yeah. So it's weird. It's a weird dynamic, but there is something there that needs to be figured out. Because Odell's Odell still got it, man. Like he's still just he's still explosive. Yeah. It's it's just something that's just weird, man. It just doesn't mesh. Yeah. Ah yes, NFL football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find NFL tickets anymore. Because tick pick, that's T I C K. P-I-C-K is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best price on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. I cannot wait to use TickPick to go to a game this year. And in particular, not a Giants game because I'm done with them until proven otherwise. I'm not going to waste my money to just go be miserable for three and a half hours and then sit in traffic in the Lincoln Tunnel on the way back. Thanks a lot, Dave Gettleman. But I plan on going to Vegas a couple times this football season. And I'm looking forward to going to that new Raiders stadium, go to a game out in Vegas, see what that vibe is like. First season with fans for the Raiders Stadium. So that's probably where I'll be using my tick pick services. And I'm sure they'll have me covered. So if you want to go to a game this year, visit tickpick.com slash VM today and use the promo code VM to save $10 on your first order of NFL tickets. That is VM as the promo code to get $10 off your first order of NFL tickets. I want to go back to Thursday Night Football quick. Rams won comfortably, 26-17. However, Jeff fans, look, we don't wish injury on anyone. No. But now Russ is going to be out six to eight weeks. You guys got that first-round pick? I think and, y'all, Jamal Adams. Well, I, I'm going to say this. I think it's close, It's going to be closer to four. Okay. Russ is just a warrior. Yeah, yeah. You know what I this mean? This is the first time he's missing time. Russ is just a warrior. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's four. Okay. You know, I could be wrong. I think it's four. With that being said, that division is very tough already. It's like and 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 yo, Geno Smith for for whatever you want to say about the guy, he didn't play that bad. If you watched the game, he didn't play that bad. Now with some time, you know, with, with time to prepare as the number one, you know, I, in a dream scenario, they can go two and two. I don't even know what their schedule looks like. I got it right now. So best case scenario, you think it's four, four games. weeks. At Steelers, Sunday Night Football, 
Saints at home, which is nice. Jaguars at home. Yeah. At Green Bay, then home Cardinals. That will be the fifth game. Look, on the road against Pittsburgh. Tough. Tough. Home to Saints, you get the 12th man behind you. It's Monday Night Football. Crazy shit happens. And then home to Jaguars. If you could, I if think you two could and go, two is possible there. Yeah, yeah. Two well, that's five games, three and two. Well, the fifth game would be the Cardinals. Yeah, well, which. And there's a bye sprinkled in between that. So maybe, maybe he's back for Green Bay because the bye week is between the Jaguars and the Packers game. Yeah. Now, I agree with you that division is tough. You don't want to lose ground in that division. It does seem to me as if it might be turning into a two-team race with this injury news. Cardinals and Rams. You're out on the Niners already? Yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of people were saying it, but I saw a lot of, like, Kaepernick and Trey Lance, like the athleticism, the rocket arm. But I do think he needs to learn, like, some touch because everything is just a miss. He's a little inconsistent with his mechanics. Yeah. and he's Oh, a little... and the one interception he threw yesterday, it was first down, and – it's like the C parted. Yeah. He could have picked up a first. He could have picked up like 25 yards, but he tried to force it in and just overshot. I think it was Ayuk. I thought that it was encouraging. I mean, obviously they didn't win the game, but what they got stopped on the goal line on fourth down. That was kind of a, a game swinging play there. I think you should feel better about the defense leaving yes. that game. Oh, without Especially a doubt. Especially with all the injuries and the secondary too. Yeah. So they were able to keep the – I mean, it was – a. They only had him 10 points, yeah. the Cardinals, until the end. D-Hop mosses that dude, and that's really something. I, I think on both sides it's encouraging because as a Cardinals fan, everything that you've seen this season is, oh, we could put 35 on you. We could put 40 on you. We could put 28. You know, We can put all these points on you. And yesterday they won a game where you know, things weren't looking too good. You know, right. Battled, battled, battled. Didn't make too many mistakes. And then you know, found a way to win the game, which I think for a team that doesn't have much experience winning, that's huge for them. So I liked, again, although it didn't look great, a big picture, I think that's a great win for the Cardinals. Great for Kyler. Not as much for his MVP status. But nonetheless, just as a team as a whole. No, nah, just getting wins is yeah, going to help you. Because yeah. if he ends up going 14-3, and three, yeah. like, all those wins matter, man. The defense is so fast. Yeah. And like in modern NFL, you need that. I mean, that's obvious. That's a given. But I just think that they've really kind of taken that to the next step where the linebackers are fast. Obviously, their safeties are fast. They're just fast all over the field. And on offense, too, as, yeah, 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 as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if I think of that team, I think of speed. Rondell Moore with the catch of the day. Yeah, that shit was wild. Could have been catch of the season. Yeah. I mean, it's so early, but... Nah, that was lit, That man. was a crazy catch. I couldn't believe that he caught that shit. So, again, with Trey Lance, I think it's it's a little encouraging because he made some throws. Like, he, he, he hit a really nice kind of a, a, a post-seam route. Uh, I think it was to Debo. It looked really good. Um, you know, didn't lose them the game, I guess. You know what I mean? They played fairly conservative. They ran the ball a lot. I mean, dude, he probably has in the last 18 months yes, less than 50 pass attempts in a game. Yep. All right. Less than 100 guaranteed, right? Yeah. Between preseason, what he's played so far in spots. Like, yo, dude hasn't played much because he sat all the last year out with COVID. They played one game and he looked terrible. It was like a spotlight game. And he did it, and he did it too. Talk about leadership. He did it so that the scholarships could go into effect. Fire. So he did that for like the rest of his teammates too. I remember reading that story. That was really cool. I, I was just going to say one thing about Trey Lance. Like, if you're a Niners fan, like, 
this year kind of may be a wash because the truth is, if they drafted Mac Jones, you know, maybe he'd have been the starter. Who knows? I think the Trey Lance thing is just like setting them up down the road. So as long as he kind of looks good, I probably don't think I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs anymore. Just because I don't think he's ready this year. Clearly, mm-hmm. to your point, he didn't even play last year, so this is kind of almost like a redshirt season. But instead, he's getting thrown into the fire. So I think just let it be encouraging, you know, let it let it look good, and, and, and maybe next year is that time. I think that's fair. I, that's always my take with rookie quarterbacks. I just want to see the rookie play, let him go through some dumb shit, let him throw some bad interceptions. Make your mistakes. Make your mistakes, and let me just feel encouraged going forward. The problem is they're a win-now team. Yeah. So right. that's where you're kind of in a, in a pickle. That's true. That's true. Because that defense is no joke. The offensive line is really good. I'm a fan of their weapons in one way or the other. They're they're unique weapons, but I like them. You know, Debo's not your traditional wide receiver. Kittle's a great run blocker, and he's obviously a great pass catcher. So it's just a unique offense, but I like what they're doing, and I trust Shanahan. So, again, I think this is like a, you know, this is setting them up well for next year. Yeah. We're, we're talking about something else, though. Am I bugging? I want to, well... I told you that I wanted to talk about this Bengals game. Too. Yeah, yeah. So, I thought this was a good... If, if you're a Bengals fan, you leave this game very encouraged. I felt good uh, after last week's episode of like spotlighting the Bengals. I felt good. Like I was like, I kind of feel validated in a way. Like, other than Devontae Adams torching you, and well... Does that to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I know... And I know uh, uh, Aaron Jones was over 100 yards, uh, just over 100. I don't know. I just, to your point, I feel good about. I feel good about that yesterday. If you, you got to walk away from that game saying we went toe to toe with one of the best teams in the NFC, and you know a kicker could have won. A, you know we could argue. We, we we thought we won the game. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, the kicker did the, too. That hit was the crazy. flag. Right. That was so wild. Yeah. I felt so bad for that guy. Yeah. That um, was rough. There was but, a meme going around of a. Uh, there was like this weather reporter chick. She, you ever see that video? Nah. She shot a jump shot and the ball like toilet bowled. And then the guy that she was with was like, oh my God, you made it. And then it just like, she started celebrating and the guy saw it clearly go out. And he was just like, ha ha ha. It's like, well, it actually, I saw it on Twitter. It was, uh, remember the Nick Young three? No, was it Gilbert Arenas or Nick Young? Nah, it was Nick Young. <laughs> Swaggy P, baby. He hits the three and he turns around. Yeah, that's the best. Uh, Anytime I slide into a girl's DM and they don't reply, I send that one too. It's just like, hey, man, shooters got to shoot. Whatever works. <laughs> but Devontae Adams, after the game, he goes, it's not the old Bengals everybody expected to roll over. He I saw goes, that too, The Bengals yeah. are a good team. And and between you and me, I think I think Zach Taylor's going to get fired. I think this is the most enticing head coach opportunity in the offseason. Ooh, I like this. You got, you get, got. Who do you think gets fired? No, I'm saying I, I oh I think the Bengals are gonna fire Zach Taylor. Right, right. But I'm saying like what other positions do you think there's gonna be an opening for? Mm. I know this is putting you on the spot. So like Jacksonville probably don't bring back Urban Meyer. Without a doubt. I could see the Bengals being a situation where like, ah oh, man, you know what, Zach Taylor, you, there's just something there that we don't like, right? A lot of uh, the reason I say that is because I, I follow like regional reporters. I think this is something that you put me on. Yeah, to. yeah. Oh, dude, it's the best. It's the best because that's the only way to get real true local insight. Yeah. And a lot of what I'm seeing is like, you know, Zach Taylor is too conservative. He's coaching this team to not lose instead of win games. A lot of that. Where it's like, yo, you're three and two. Like, 
why is there not more positive momentum surrounding this guy, right? It, 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 you know, as opposed to another team, like I'm just trying to think of another team that's not playing that well this year, but like, you know, there's like some positive momentum for them. Like the Eagles, for example, the Eagles are two and three, right? They don't have a winning record, but everything you're hearing about Sirianni is positive. You right, know what I right, mean? Right. Like, it's just, it, it feels very different in a way. And that's why I kind of think at the end of the season, this guy Taylor will be out of a job and that's a hot job. So to answer your question, does Judge keep his job? Man, I don't know. I really don't know. I'll tell you this much. I think Gettleman is out. Yeah. You know that the Giants need to win 18 straight times for him to get to 500? Like, it's just bad. It's been bad. Yeah. Like the draft picks, the re-signings, just everything has been just a nightmare. To add to your Bengals point, which I love, if you're ever going to be a head coach, and you could get a guy like Joe Burrow. It's like, how do you not take that? Yeah. Yo, the enemy. The enemy would Ooh. be popping. Oh, well, I think the enemy in, in in Chicago is signed, sealed, and delivered. Ooh. You get him with a mobile quarterback, a guy that can move RPO stuff. To me, that's that's well. well so that's interesting. Do they go after another Andy Reid guy? Ah, good Does point. The offense change much though. That's a good point. I mean, Biennemi's been doing it, though, for a much longer now. You know, like, I remember reading the Nat Matt Nagy stuff, or I'm reading it now, where, like, people were criticizing Nagy for getting the job. Oh, why didn't Biennemi get a job that Nagy did? One of the things that I was reading, in hindsight, is Andy Reid let Nagy call plays. The, the season before Nagy got hired, there was, like, a, a span of time during the season, and maybe it was like the last quarter of the year or the half of the there was a period of time that season where Nagy was the one calling the plays, and that's why like he got the job. Mm. So, I, I mean, I know they kind of work as a team to call the plays, Biennemi and Andy Reid. Um, so that's a good point. I mean, I, there's just I guess looking at it, there's I don't know how many openings there's going to be. Although I don't like Mike McCarthy, they're four and one. It's going to be tough to fire him. Yeah, two and three Washington. Well, yo, actually, you know what? I, I mean, I think Helen Moore is the head coach yeah, 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 some, but, at some point. But if 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 Dallas goes, say, what would that be, 13-4, and four, and they get bounced in the first round Ooh. because of, like, remember the Monday Night Football game? Yo, have you watched the Peyton and Eli stuff? It's amazing. Bro, it's so good. And both of them are like, hey, Mike, call a timeout. Like, what? what yeah. Why do you go... Peyton's like, I used to lose my mind with Tony Dungy when we would go into halves with timeouts. Like, no, we should never have timeouts. And they're like, call a timeout. And then he called a timeout with like 37 seconds left when he could have called one at like 59 you seconds could, left. You could have got the punt and then at least maybe a couple right, of plays. Right. So if if Dallas is going 13 and 4, everyone's talking up the Cowboys. Jerry Jones comes out and says, and we they have a lay Super an Bowl egg in the play. Yeah. Big eggs. I, but I still think it's Kellen Moore regardless. I know, but I, I could see him. How he gets fired. Yeah. I said, look, maybe Sirianni gets fired, but I think the Eagles are playing above. Nah, ex- yo, first year quarter, first year coaches, unless it's a just a nightmare like uh, the dude that the Cardinals had. Remember when yeah. they hired him and then they fired him a year later? Vance Joseph. Nah, it was like Steve. It was something. Steve Kime. No, no. no. Steve McD- Vance McDonald. No. McD- Cardinals head coach. Let me just pull up the the Google the Google machine. But it was a it was a guy before Kingsbury that they fired after one year with like Josh I think Rosen. it was Vance Joseph. 
Nah, Ben Joseph was on the Bang- uh, the the Broncos. Broncos, yeah. I got you right now. It's Steve. up here. Steve Wilkes. Uh they also went three and thirteen. Yeah. So Get him out of that. here. Yeah. And look, but, man, I, I think I think that's a hell of a point about the Bengals. It would be the most enticing. I love Joe Burrow, though he threw an outrageous interception. He was bad. That was like, what was that? Yeah. And I don't know, man. I feel like the Packers, like Mason Crosby missed three straight field goals. Yeah. And but and he was on fire for the whole season and then yeah. he missed a couple. All right. I want to t- I want to talk about I want to talk about Hurts and the Pack and the Panthers game. So we'll finish the Packers and Bengals real quick. Yeah, I mean Jamar Chase, bro. So do you remember what I said on the preview show when I threw his name out in passing in the rookie of the year? I was like, "Yo, ten to one. I don't like the odds because they moved a lot. He was like twenty-five to one, and then it closed at ten. I was like, "Yo, you know, if the LSU connection translates, right? Because we saw Dwayne Haskins and Terry McLaurin, they yep. couldn't connect. Yeah." Oh, man, this dude is special. Bro. We need to do a better job next year of throwing out the preseason. Just like let's like just don't even think about that it's a thing. Or, because, or even talking be, points. Because bro, if you just like if you if if you close your eyes and, and 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 an outsider was put in this position to make a pick on rookie of the year, it's like okay, you have pretty much the number one receiver right on this offense with a guy that he played with and he vouched for him to get drafted by the same team. And they scored twenty two touchdowns together in college. It's like you think about that now. It's like what we're idiots. But you think, oh, the media, kid, he, the ball is different. It doesn't have We're so mark. Dumb, bro. You know We're what I'm so, saying? You're like, at- sometimes the answer is right in front of you. That's exactly what I was trying to say, and I couldn't say it. <sighs> so, is he going to be the offensive rookie of the year? Who would it be? If it's not him, who would it be? It can't be a quarterback right now. Yeah. It just can't be. They're, they all, all of them have looked bad. Yeah. And. No, you're right. It it just has to be him, bro. Yeah. Buck fifty nine, six catches, touchdown. Hey, you scored a touchdown every week. Yeah, yeah. Congo just swinging. Um, AJ Dillon is a monster on the on the Packers. Yeah. Uh, he's second on the team in touches and third in total yards, and he's on pace for almost one hundred and sixty touches and nine hundred yards. Not only did he fit into the Jamal uh, Williams role, but he's almost kind of elevated it because that offense is so predicated on running the ball and play action. They don't have a lot of stud receivers other than Adams. Having a really good number two is so important. And I think he kind of, you know, they're like a two-headed beast. You know, Aaron Jones, as much as I love the guy, he's not an every down back. You know what I mean? And so Dylan really adds something to that offense. He's a big motherfucker. And I remember him from Boston College. Um and so, just a lot of love to AJ Dillon, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if you know when Aaron Jones's contract is up, they just yep, AJ Dillon time. Yeah, but they just re-signed Jones. No, so I, I know, but know. I'm oh, saying you're talking about like later, a couple on? years. Yeah, it could be. It you could know be. what I mean? Yeah. That um, makes sense. But so the Bengals go up seven nothing. Rodgers then goes on to complete twenty two of his next twenty five passes, and the Packers score on five of their next six possessions. Yo, what about like? The target difference between Adams, Adams and sixteen targets. It's just Next closest gr- guy five. He's great. I mean, there's no denying it. But I do think the scheme is sensational. They find ways to get him open nonstop. You know what I mean? Like double coverage, triple coverage. Doesn't matter. matter. They'll yeah. put him in the slot. They'll, they'll move him. Like they do a really good job. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but I do think that you know you got to show love to the offense. Yo. If your life was on the line and you had to pick a quarterback wide receiver to make a completion and like double coverage that you've seen like in your lifetime, what 
what pairing are you taking? Double coverage? Yeah, let's say it's like it's third and eight, and they got to complete this first down for your life to continue. Yeah, it's probably Rodgers and Rodgers and yeah, Adams has yeah. to be. That's there's yeah, let's not even overthink this. Um, impressive, four hundred and sixty-six yards of offense for the Packers, and they did it without three offensive linemen and their number two wide receiver. Yeah, and again, the Bengals defense. You know, look, I like that they did it on the road. And again, the Bengals defense is not the Bengals defense of old. Right. So granted. Yeah, it was a top 10 defense coming into this week. So again, I like what they're doing. And again, if you throw week one out, which I've been saying from the beginning. Right, like, yeah. You, you've been saying it's that. Pre- that was preseason for them. They're 4-0. Yeah, you look at some of the losses in week one, right? Bills lose to Pittsburgh. Packers lose to the Saints. Dolphins beat the Patriots. But the pa- Patriots clearly outplayed yeah. them. So, yeah. No, that's a that's a strong take, man. I like that take a just lot. Just Burrow needs to learn how to slide. Well, I also think with the Bengals, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But with the Bengals, my my outlook on them this year was I love their offense, right? Because I like all their weapons in fantasy. Gotta like Burrow too to light it up. I felt like the Bengals are gonna be a tough out for whoever they play, and they have been so far. Yeah. Right? They have been so far. And I think that's gonna be the they're gonna be a team who with a couple of free agent moves. Now, I know it's Cincinnati. It's not enticing, but you got a quarterback there now. Yeah. Right? So maybe it's like one of those situations where, dude, I'm sure New England wasn't as enticing in the early 90s to go there. No. You know what I mean? And then you, Cleveland and the Cavs. Like, who the fuck would want to go to Cleveland? You're right. Matt Ignorant never been there, but I'm just saying it's not Miami. It's not nah, Chicago. But, it's not... I mean, you heard Joe Kim Noah. Yeah. He's like, what was there to do in... Whoever says I want to go to Cleveland. And Draymond Green, he's like, yeah, I hope the Jazz don't win because I don't want to have to be in Utah all the time. Just keeping it at a buck. So, but yeah, yeah. but now with the Bengals, some guys might be like, yo, I a like lot, this roster here. Lot. Maybe not, not so much take less money, but if the Bengals and the Jets are offering the same amount, maybe I go to Cincinnati because yeah, I have a better roster. I got a better quarterback, shit like that. 100%. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think uh, it's a no-brainer. So kudos to the Bengals. All right, before we get to the biggest win of uh, week five, you've been been trying to talk about this Panthers-Eagles game. I mean, look... They're probably not going to make the playoffs, but I just I, I'm I'm really glad to see what the Eagles are doing because mm-hmm. I was a little bit higher on them than other people, and they beat a good team yesterday. Granted, and they beat a good team on the road yesterday. You know what I mean? Um, you know I can't say enough about Jalen Hurts, man, and these Eagles. 
most total yards through the first eight starts in NFL history. Cam Newton, number one. You know who's number two? Jalen Hurts. You know who's number three? Justin Herbert. Let's go. You know who's number four? Patrick Mahomes. It's good company. I, he is. He's in great company. And, you know, it's just one of those things where I th- what I loved about yesterday's game was Hurts made some legit throws, not just bubble screens, not just drags, not just quick button hooks. He really kind of made throws all over the field. I love that kid Watkins. Quez, Quez Watkins. Quez, yeah, I love yeah. that kid. Well, they got speed now, right? Yes. That was the issue when you're watching them across the window. Like, damn, all these guys are mad slow. They're yeah. either hurt. Yeah, hurt. Like it's and just slow. Just I mean, look, I could say all everything about Jalen Hurts, but I wanna you gotta give credit to the team as a whole. Great comeback. Down 15-3 after the safety at the end of the second quarter. Granted, you're not down by that much, but think about it. Going into halftime, you just give up a safety. You know what I mean? You're on the road. I could imagine a team packing it up and, you know. No, they came back, dude. As someone that took a Panthers minus two and a half in the mega contest, I thought that game was covered until the last four minutes. And then yeah. they took the lead. I was like, wait, what the hell did this happen? So just, I, you know, and, and, and again, to the defense, Carolina scored three points the entire second half. You can't do that at home. Yeah. You know, against a one and three football team. So great comeback win, great road win. You know, Hertz is the only QB in NFL history with 2,000 passing yards and 400 rushing yards in their first eight starts. He's on pace for 5,000 passing yards and almost 1,000 rushing yards, 34 TDs and nine intos. And look, he may not finish with that, but I'm just saying you have to give credit where it's due and you have to give blame where it's due. You know, back-to-back weeks, Sam Donald, bad turnovers. You know, same thing, poor decision-making, holding onto the ball for too long, panicking if the first read isn't there. You know, he's, you know, one pick. In the first three games when McCaffrey was on the field. And he's had five in the two losses without Christian McCaffrey. I feel that. So, you know, when you can't dump the ball down eight times a game, you know, I think. And again, look, I, I hate to sound like that guy, you know, the, the Darnold hater because he was on my team. But I've just I've watched him play a lot. And it's unfortunately, it's the same thing. Hmm. So, you know, the definition of insanity it's doing the same thing over and over again. And, you know, missing open guys. And look, he made some good throws, but at the same time, you're a professional quarterback. You gotta make some good throws. So I'm 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 really pleased with with the Eagles and Sirianni, who's getting a lot of credit for like he's very good at game planning. Week to week, very good at having a specific game plan to attack a specific team. You know, he may not be the greatest coach, but one of the things that he's really good at is X's and O's. So just I, I wanted to talk about the Eagles because it was a it was a great win. Feel like you're on that Eagles bandwagon moving forward. Maybe not so much for this year, but you like what they're doing, right? I mean, I you know, we've said it before. You you've said it before. How do you build a team? Offensive line, defensive line, you know, protect the quarterback, the quarterback yeah. okay. and they have a really great front on both sides. And I just I mean obviously they're going in the direction of the modern NFL, mobile quarterback that can sling it a little bit. So I, I like to keep Gainwell, you know the the the, the pseudo running yeah, back. Yeah. Like I just I, I like I like what they're doing. You know it may yeah. not be this year, of course, but we'll see. Well, one thing's for sure for this year is Buffalo the best team in football. It's hard to argue. You know I uh, constantly evolving and learning, right? That's what and life's all about. That's what life's all about, baby. But even even in betting, right? I fell for the trap of. 
who have they beat? Right? Like, who are the quarterbacks that they beat? Not really. It's, it's it's all backup quarterbacks, right? Like, even Big Ben. He's playing like a backup now. This is not the Big Ben that we've known. Yeah. However, they're beating the shit out of teams. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, right? It's weak competition, but you're... You're doing what you're supposed to do. You're dominating them. Like, yeah. start to finish the game is over. Yeah. 14-0, 21-0. Like, yeah. leads. And then it's just... So I think that's a lesson that we all can learn from. Because I thought, yo, Mahomes less than a than a field goal at home, loved it, alternate spread the whole nine. I had a big parlay pending. Prime time. I had the I had the Chiefs. Shitty weather. Everything, right? It's it's a place where they haven't done well, one and five against them. Right before kickoff, they showed the graphic of, of Stefan Diggs, where he's like this and he's looking at them celebrating in the AFC title game. He's like, I want this. He went back to the locker room. My dad calls me. He goes, Nico. He goes, rip up that ticket. It's quiet for you. <laughs> he knew. I'm uh, like, damn, bro. I forgot about that. But yo, like Buffalo, just complete domination. Josh so, Allen too. Just defense also, right? Like that was another thing. I got you here. I got you Hit here. Hit me with it. I mean, look, we know the offense is, is elite, right? The highest scoring team in the NFL is Buffalo. 34, 35 points per game. The best scoring defense in the NFL is Buffalo, holding two opponents to under 13 a game. I mean, you know, and your boy Rousseau, who you were high on out of the draft, is making an impact. And the one thing that I'll say is, you know, I, I it's hard to talk about how good the Bills did without talking about, unfortunately, how bad the Chiefs looked in a way. And, like, I don't want to overreact because we always do this every year. You know, it's 40% through the year or, or 30% through the year. There's this game, right? I, you know, I think it was the Saints last year. It, it's going to be tough. Kansas City's not going to win the division, right? It's just they're not going to win the division. It's hard now. They're, yeah. They're, yeah, it's hard now. Um, They didn't score 20 points at home. That's a little alarming. They scored 20 at home. They, they Yeah, they didn't, didn't score, score more, more than yeah. 20. Mahomes um, in his career of his 13 losses, 11 of them, his defense has given up more than 31 points. Yeah. So you'd think, yeah, that's tough. Um, but also scoring 20 at home, like your Kansas City. And like Hardman had a good game, but I felt like he could have had a better game. Uh, is it? I mean, I, I just, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm just not all in on their, their their other guys yet. They're very fast. One thing I like using to understand how good teams are is net points yep they lead the league in net points the bills by 46 points <laughs> second closest is arizona so who's playing uh, unreal as yeah. well yeah and then it's so the top the top four teams you you'd probably guess them it's buffalo the cardinals cowboys and bucks yeah and it's yo you're beating the shit out of teams and Russo, I like, but he sat out. Like, he had that crazy freshman year. He had, like, 18 sacks, 16, 17 sacks. Yeah. And another cool graphic that they showed is that defensive line, they're keeping them fresh. They're kind of doing, like, a NASCAR-y kind of thing, right? Like Swapping them out? Yeah. Ed Oliver plays the most snaps, and it's, like, 52% of the snaps. You're talking about Aaron Donald plays, like, 85, right? So they're rotating all these guys, keeping them fresh. And here's the thing, though. They're not blitzing. The Bills blitzed Mahomes on one of 63 dropbacks last night. They're playing coverage, to your point, earlier on in the year. Just too deep safety. The, the, the problem with the Chiefs is everyone's going to play too deep safety on them. If you're playing too deep safety, what should you be able to do? 
run the ball. Right. They can't run the ball. Yeah. So now you're shit out of luck. Now you have to drive 80 yards, 85 yards, 75 yards every single drive. And when you're not getting those big splash plays, it's it's a lot more difficult. So I think, and then I mentioned this earlier, that Edwards Hilaire pick looks terrible now with all these issues on defense. Like, yeah. there's no way around it. Let me rattle off their schedule. Chiefs? No, the, the Bills. Okay. All right. At Tennessee Monday night. If they could get past that game, because it does feel a little trappy, right? Let down spot after a big spot. Yeah. Who's the first week? Sorry. Tennessee. So the, this next Yeah, week, I right? know what you mean. Then they got a bye. Then they got Dolphins at home, at Jaguars, at Jets, home Colts, at Saints, home Pats, at Bucks, home Panthers, at Patriots, home Falcons, home Jets. Worst case scenario, I think. They lose at Tampa. I think they may they may lose to the Patriots. And I was gonna say one of those like weird yeah. Josh yeah. Allen three be, picks. There's gonna be like I think they'll lose a division game. Yeah. So that's that's two losses I see on their schedule the rest of the way. Because yeah. I'm not worried about New Orleans. It's on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's a night game. Not worried. They're probably gonna go fifteen and two. Yeah. Fourteen and three. Another reason why I think now is the time to yeah. bet on Josh Allen. Nine to one odds, not bad. Yeah, probably gonna score another thirty touchdowns like the, the rest of the way. The biggest, the favorite is plus five hundred at the moment, if I'm not mistaken. MVP, right? So right now, per the win bet, Kyler Murray five hundred, and Herbert plus five hundred. Yeah, then it's Brady, then it's Allen. Can't you? Now, maybe I'm wrong. You're the seasoned vet. I'm still learning, although I feel like I have a, a solid amount of betting knowledge. Is this a situation where you maybe sprinkle a little bit of money across a couple different guys and you'll pretty much profit? You could do that. You know what I mean? You like, could do that. And especially if you've already bet on one of these guys, in theory, you're not betting on them again. right? Yeah. So like me, for example, in this situation, heavily invested in Justin Herbert, as everyone knows. I think it's... You got it at a bigger long shot, by the way. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's... I would have to eliminate one. Before you did this. I would have to bank on Murray not winning it, which is where I'm at now. Like, Because you, you don't believe the Cardinals are going to do this the entire season. Yeah, and also... Which is fine. And also, like, yo, we haven't seen him get through a, a, a full, full season, season right? Like, yep. he did last year technically, but he did get hurt in that Pats game, and it was downhill yep. from there, yep. right? Yep. So... I would probably bet Brady, Allen, and I think Dak, bro. I think Dak is interesting. It's almost a shoe-in that he's comeback comeback player of the year, like already. But it's almost a year to the date that he blew, ruined his leg, and he's crying, and now they're first in the talk of the town. I think I tweeted it a couple weeks ago. After maybe the second week or third week, it was like Dak was like 10 to 1. Yeah. I was like, it's a storyline award, man. So yeah, anyway, that's true. Um, but in situations like that, I, I like I like that. Just thinking. A, just a, sp- a little sprinkle, just because there's so many guys so close to each other, but you're still getting good value mm-hmm. plus five hundred, plus eight hundred. Even you know, like you know, a hundred dollar bet on three of those guys, you just hope one of them hits, and you're gonna profit by at least two hundred bucks. Right, and then in, in, and if you're in a situation like me where you've already bet on one of the guys you're eliminated then one. you really have four people yes 
So yeah, there 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 are ways that you could approach it for sure. Um, but Buffalo, do you think they're the best team in football? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 hard to argue against them. I will say this: the the game last night, though, man. Like I know I knew what the headlines were going to be. Oh, you know, beat them by eighteen. That game, the roughing the passer call against Josh Allen in the, at the at the beginning of the fourth quarter, in my opinion. I mean, look, I'm not a referee, but I mean, you're going to call that in that spot? Yo, I get it, and I hear you, but I don't even think that was that big of a call to really so, okay. take away from Buffalo, right? Okay. Like, I saw some people trying to say, oh, that call, the pass, the roughing the passer really swung the... It's like, nah, man. I I, no, so. I would disagree. So, it, it's, 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 it's the beginning of the fourth quarter, 11 minutes left. Josh Allen throws a pick to, like, the 50-yard line. Keep in mind, Kansas City, believe you know, if you think momentum is a real thing or not, whatever, Kansas City has the momentum at that point. They're, they, the Josh Allen throws the pick. They're down 11. If they score a touchdown, it's a, it's a, it's a field goal game. And, and look, and we've seen that team score faster than anyone ever before. So, again, I think the game was a little bit closer than people are making it seem. You see 38-20, hmm. you don't. You, know, you see 38-20, it's different from, you know, maybe 31-28. Right. Right? Like, maybe they score a touchdown, go to for two, get it. Yeah. Like, Well, I you just... know, I think I think Kansas City lost the game in the first half when it's 17-10. And, and they, they, didn't, they, they didn't kick the field goal there. Which, I'm not against that. Like, you know how I feel. If we like what Staley's doing with the Chargers, then we can't criticize. Right? Because if they got it, you feel different. Yeah. However. The rain, too. However, they don't get the first down there, and then they immediately give up a touchdown. So you're talking about, that's what, a 10-point swing? Yeah. 14-point swing? Yeah. Around there? It's a two-position swing there. Yeah. So that's where that's where it kind of was, was funky. But look, man, the officiating has been bad, and I'm someone where like, yo, take care of business so that it don't come down to a wacky call at the end. Yeah. And I know that's not always the case, but I'm not someone that likes to blame the refs. Yeah. Though I did blame the refs in that Chargers Cowboys game. It was nah, like, but I mean, it was like 180 were, yards. There were flags the... over the entire field. Yeah. Uh, well, the officiating again—it's just been so bad across the board. It's been just some wacky. Yo, Joey Bosa was something we didn't talk about because the reports came out after we recorded last week. But he was he like, got, "Yo, the officials suck. They he, missed like four calls." And he got fined 30k for that for for speaking his mind and kind of saying what other people have wanted to say. Yeah. Can I say this about the Chiefs? Yeah. They need to make a Minka Fitzpatrick type midseason trade. Sorensen can't but, guard a traffic cone. Yeah, but do you think that's that's so fucked up? Because I actually like him too. Nah, like, I think he's good. I don't I know why. Yeah, I think he's decent. Guy's lost. Nah, I know. Yeah, like there's so many players. Uh, Dennis photos would of, be a better deep safety. <laughs> Shouts shout to Dennis. There's so many just photos and cuts to Tyron Matthew. Like Yo, hands up. Like what's happening? Look, uh, they haven't had their one corner for a lot of the time. Ward. Yeah. Um, Frank Clark's been in and out the lineup. They didn't have Chris Jones. However, the they got to put Jones back at defensive tackle. By the way, yeah, they're trying to do too much to generate like a pass rush. They're but, trying to put their best guys on the field. I understand, but yo, I don't. I get the Minka Fitzpatrick thing, but there's so many holes that I don't think one guy would be able to fix it. Like a lot of people wanted them to get Gilmore, right? But yeah, I, I feel you. I just think Sorensen's in just an absolute trash bag. Um, can't fair. really guard anyone. And yo, real quick. Back to the Bills. Did you did you hear the the Micah Hyde post 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 game presser, where he praised the one Trubisky and only Trubisky 
You know, I, you know, he said, he goes, you know, chasing Mitch Trubisky around practice all week because it kind of helped us. So, I mean, that's, I just, you know, it's cool that he gave some love to his. I just, I love that organization. They're, the Buffalo Bills are just well run, man. You know what I mean? Like, they, they just, they're, they're fucking, they stick to the script. They're well coached. The game plans are always very good. You, shit like that. Like, no one, who shouts out their backup quarterback because of practice reps? Like, that's just like, you know, like that's instilled in your team from your coaches and, and from and from the rest. So, um, are you buying into like you think Mahomes is maybe a little hurt? Nah, nah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Not. I mean, like maybe the toe from last year. Was it the toe? Nah, man. I do think that he's like he's thrown six picks this year. He's thrown six all of last season, and some of them are drops. I'm not saying that all of them are his fault, but definitely some are some of them are his fault. And he's just he's not like getting around the corner in my opinion, as fast as he used to, you know, like he used to just be a savage on like third and short, like, yep, not open. No big deal. I'm going to get around the corner. I'm going to get to the first down. And he did it a couple times, but I also feel like there are other times where he didn't. And maybe it's the rain and the weather, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm buying that Mahomes is hurt. I could see what you mean by that. I feel as if he's gotten all the praise about the no look passes and the fadeaways and Cross body, cross field, right? Like when you accidentally press X in Madden, but you really want it's to press A, right? And then it works. The the J.R. Smith, no, 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 yes, jump shots. He has some throws like that. And it does feel like he's a little reckless sometimes, but that's what makes him so great and this special talent. And, yo, we love it, yeah. right? So it's always a weird dynamic for me where – I've been outspoken for years. Like when we first started doing VM, like, yo, if I have an elite quarterback, I'm going to go for two instead of kicking a PAT. Now now it's even worse, right? But if I have Rodgers, Mahomes, Herbert, these guys, Brady, like why not go for two instead of sending it to overtime? Bro, Rodgers has lost four times in his career where he didn't get, he tied the game or took the lead and then it went into overtime and then he didn't touch the ball again. Why not? I got Rodgers, bro. Put that shit on the two-year line. Let's fucking go. Figure it out. Adams, what's up? Get open. Yeah. So I'd be a hypocrite if I'm saying Mahomes is too reckless and shit because that's what made me fall in love with Mahomes as a quarterback. However, I'm going to sound like a hypocrite because I do think some of the stuff is getting a little too crazy. I mean, it's it's because they're losing. That too. No, that's – I mean, you know, I think – I mean, you you mentioned it. He's leading the league in touchdowns. He's pretty up. He's pretty much up there in yards. He's thrown a few picks, but again, some of those. And were also, he's been so great. Where like, it's a little like six interceptions is not bad to have up to this point when you're throwing the we're ball throwing so much. this much, right? Yeah. But it's Mahomes. He had six all of last year. What is happening? Yeah, I don't think the sky is falling. I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. I think I'd buy some future tickets on the Chiefs now. Now is probably the lowest you're going to get them at. Yeah. I mean. Like, there's no way they're not at least a playoff team. The AFC is weak. They're going to be at the wild card. So, yeah. Wild card. At, unless Mahomes goes down, like, I still think that team could win 11 games. As bad as that defense is. Bad. Yeah. Well, the defense is bad. It's, it's, it's like, really bad. They're, they're allowing a touchdown on 41.7. The Chiefs are allowing a touchdown on 42% of their drives. No other defense is above 33%. Yeah, it's like very bad. Yeah. Uh, and yo, think about how many field goals the Eagles kicked too. They kicked like three field goals against them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's even worse. I mean, look, it's four turnovers for the Chiefs, none for the for the Bills. 
and 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 again when when you know the recipe is you got to get pressure without blitzing anybody which the bills did you know if you can if you can do that and make the chiefs drive 80 yards every fucking drive you know it's 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 that's the recipe now the chiefs are going to make the adjustment right it's just crazy to me that you know Mahomes has never lost a regular season game by more than one possession before last night wow yeah Interesting. Yeah, second biggest loss of his career after la- after last year's Super Bowl. Can I go through their schedule as we wrap up? Well, they have a first place schedule, so it's probably tough. At Washington, at Titans, home Giants, primetime game. I, I believe that's Monday Night Football. <laughs> Wait, what? Why? I don't know. Spags. <laughs> Spags revenge, baby. Why am I doing this? He's going up against the Giants. Let me just finish the schedule, and then, and then you'll give me your thoughts, right? At Washington, at Titans, home Giants, home Packers, at Vegas, home Dallas, home Denver, home Raiders. A three-week, a three-game stretch with a bye week where they have three straight home games. At Chargers, home Steelers. Close out with at Cincy, at Denver. Yo. Their big games are at home, right? They got Packers at home. They got, I mean, Steelers at home, whatever. I, I do think they get revenge on the Chargers, too. So, look, man, what what games do you think they lose? Well, they usually lose to the Raiders once. Right. But I don't know if that's going to happen this year with the Gruden emails now. Uh, they, that was a disaster yesterday. Um, I think that definitely played a role into how bad they played. It's unreal. It's like... Talk about a distraction. Now the kid, these guys are answering questions in the locker room. They got to deal with it on social media. You know, well, uh, think about think about some of the teams that have had distractions this year. Them, <laughs> Urban Jaguars, Meyer, Jaguars, right? Yeah. The Vikings with the COVID shit and yeah. Zimmer. Yeah. Your quarterback is, is is not vaccinated. You have that whole dynamic there too. Yeah. No. It's it's, so it's, it's a just, deal. It's it, a big deal. Yeah. Um, yo, I see three losses. They have three now. So eleven and six. I would, I would. I would still trust Mahomes. Of course. And that's and that's the thing. I'm not overreacting. I said it at the very, very beginning. I think if the roughing the passer is, you know, if that roughing the passer doesn't happen, it's a completely different game. And granted, that's a that's a point of the game. It was a call. I'm not trying to take that away. But at the same time, they had a lot of momentum. If they scored a touchdown there, they're, you know, and again, they convert an extra point. They're literally down a field goal with you the entire— You swung the pendulum on me Without a little a bit doubt. with that take. I, I don't, Yeah, you're right. Because I, I came into this like, yeah, I don't want to hear about that. But you bring up some good points. Yeah, the momentum know? stuff, and I, I believe in that. That's so, fair. And they're going to look. No, They're great at preparation, man. They're going to figure it out. They're going to know now, okay, teams are dropping two back on us. Two deep safety every time. You know, they're not, they know they're not going to be able to get the deep ball and, and all these big plays. It's the four turnovers, you know, to me. So, you know, don't turn it over. I think they'll be fine. This is a banger. Yeah, man, this was good. We got some fun stuff coming out. Got a lot of NBA content over the next two weeks. I, the next two weeks is going to be three episode weeks. So be on the lookout for that. Just fitting with NBA starting next week. Uh, thoughts on NBA real quick as it's starting up? You excited? Yeah, this year feels very wide open. Hmm. A lot of storylines, I feel you. I mean, the Kyrie thing is crazy. The Kyrie thing is crazy. Some teams are very old, right? Like the Lakers are a pretty old roster. Yeah, yep. Though still elite. Yep. The Kyrie stuff is wild. 
Uh, you got Miami lurking. Yeah, I think Miami's gonna be interesting. I think there's teams that were good last year. They're gonna be good, if not better. Like I think the Jazz are still a very good team. Yeah. Right. I think. Why not Phoenix again? Exactly. Well, now they're dealing with an issue with Aiton, where they're the mm. owner. I said this, yo. I I sat here and I was saying the cheap ass owner of the Suns. I said it. Yeah, I remember you did. And look, now they're, they're now they don't want to give him a max. It's like it's just crazy. Um, I got a team to make the playoffs, but that you're, I'm not letting. Oh, you by the way, Knicks over, over. <laughs> yo, I may not even be on the episode. Over. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's night and day from last year. But I have a a a, a, a little, shady, a little freaky, like ten to one odds to make the playoff bet. So you'll you'll have to tune in for that. But yeah, man, wide I'm open. Golden State, if Clay comes back and he's healthy. Um, obviously, you know, Philly's extremely talented, depending on what happens with Simmons. Um, I just think it's very wide open this year, which is all you can hope for in the NBA because all of the years in the past, right? It's Cleveland, it's Golden State. It's like, right. you know, it's beat a dead. So I, I'm, I'm excited about how open it is. And I also feel like Milwaukee's kind of getting disrespected. Like no one's talking about Milwaukee, bro. Yo, I don't remember who, who we picked on the NBA show. I thought I picked Milwaukee. Well, I had uh, I had tweeted out Suns Bucks forty to one. No, but that was like during the season. Like at the see, we did the preview show. I don't remember who I picked. I almost, I swear I think I said Milwaukee because the Nets would need a year to figure it out. Why not this be the year for the Bucks? Oh, you're I talking about I, during the yeah okay the yeah. preview show. Yeah, my bad. It might be, might be. Um, so yeah, I mean it, it's gonna be an awesome season. Hey, can I tell you a real quick spoiler? Yeah, I got a guy in mind for MVP. He's in that sweet spot, twenty-five to one. Here, can I? Can I? Yeah, you can take a guess. Quick. You can take a guess. Give me like thirty seconds. Yeah, uh, as, fill the bus as, as we as we sign off, thank you all for listening. Appreciate it. A lot of good feedback. Month of September was an absolute banger. Check out Upsets and Underdogs, the betting pod I do with Will Blackman from WinBet. At Veterans Minimum, you can find everything for the show. At Nick Day is ten, is where you can find me. And yeah, helmet. We're giving away a helmet. For the month of October, if you're in the ten dollar tier of Patreon or higher, spoke about it in the beginning. You got those odds in front of you? Yeah, uh, from a v- various books, so it's not. One yeah, specific. yeah, yeah. Well, let me tell you this: our rule is they need to be a top four seed. Yes, I am in love with these odds for this guy, and I think this is the this is the All NBA year for him. Uh. I, I don't I don't know what your answer is. I just have some nice odds here that I like too. So you could just give money give it to me real quick. He's in the East. Trey Young? No. Tatum? Tatum. Yeah, I mean I without a doubt, I can see it happening for sure. I like Trey Young a lot this year. He's gonna put up a lot of numbers. I really like Atlanta to continue what they done last year. They 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 were impressive in the playoffs, man. Yeah. Young team, exciting. So Trey Young is very interesting because if he builds off that momentum, if like they come out the gates and they're first in the East, which could be possible because they're a young team. And usually like young teams, they're more in love with the idea of being a top seed. In the regular season, In the regular course. season, yeah. right? We've seen that in the past, like early Golden State before they really blew up. Like remember the Spurs back in the day? You're like, oh, yo, let's just get in the playoffs healthy, right? But you have these young, the Hawks, yeah, the old Hawks, were like Joe Johnson and those guys. And then you have Toronto, right? You have these early Milwaukee, and then yeah. LeBron and the Cavs are like, yo, whatever, man, let's just get in healthy. 
Atlanta kind of checks a lot of those boxes, and they got a lot of depth, so they can win those games against Washington on yeah. a Tuesday. That's they, always my thing, Washington on a Tuesday. Though they have a lot of depth, and what I like about Atlanta is, although they have a lot of depth, there's also kind of only really one star on that team. It's Trey Young. Granted, they have a lot of great players. Bogdanovich, I love John Cott. Like I, they have a lot of really good players. But yeah. he is clearly the alpha on that team. Yeah. They go as he goes. So And look, before you guys start sending Durant, yo, Durant and Luca, like the favorites, here's my philosophy and how I approach futures and bets. If I'm gonna bet on an NBA MVP imp over the next two weeks, give me some juice. I'm not gonna get paid till Memorial Day weekend. If I'm gonna dish out some dough on a prop five, six months and I have to give up my money up front. Gotta have some meat there. Yeah. Gotta be a little juicy for me. Yeah. I gotta get like 25, 30, 40 to ones. I don't wanna bet the favorites. It's plus 750. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. And especially like my bankroll isn't crazy. I'm a, I'm a hundred dollar better, right? Yeah. Like my unit, when you hear like, oh, eight unit plays. That's a that's a good amount. Well, the average, the average American 50, right? it's twenty-five. Got it. Yeah. The yeah. AGA, American Gaming Association. So for me, if I'm gonna do that, like, yeah, I wanna. Go ahead and lay some lay some nice odds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get a little wild. I went six and five yesterday. Profited two ninety. Let's go. Props. Props again. Couple props. Uh, I cr- I got I got slammed by. I, I like the Edwards Hilaire over rushing yards. The game. The script. No good. Um, the Kadarius Tony. I was under fifty one <laughs> yards. Fucking. But that, but that. after the guys got injured, that I, I had no chance. Yeah. That was a terrible. Look. I, I, pl- I played him in DFS. He was. Uh, I, I almost had a hashtag screenshot life, but Daniel Jones and Keenan Allen. I mean, Keenan played. He did. He did okay. But I was like, if I would have played Mike Williams, it would have been dope. Ready for this one? This is this is tough. Lavisca Chanel over fifty-seven and a half receiving yards. Didn't he get that in one catch? He had fifty-eight yards the whole game. I hit it on one play, and then you know, uh, Chuba Hubbard over two and a half receptions. He had five. Nice. So I had some nice props there. And then, you know, shout, again, I did this last week. Shouts to the sports line guys. M squared, all those guys. The coach, uh, big on Green Bay. Although it was a, a nail biter, I got it at two and a half. Thank goodness. So, um, and then, you know, a couple other plates as well. So, uh, you know, again, shouts, shouts, shouts to the folks over there at the sports line helping me out. Where can they find you? IMPY718. You already know on Twitter and Instagram. What about you? We'll catch you guys later. I gave out my uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs>